0: we're going to be looking at two different Zen stories from the book 101 Zen Stories by Nyogen Senzaki on why it's important not to jump to conclusions before we have patiently and in a detailed way looked at every situation as a whole. The first story is called The Gates of Paradise. A soldier named Nobushige came to Hakuin and asked, is there really a paradise and hell? Who are you? inquired Hakuin. I'm a samurai, the warrior replied. You, a soldier, explained Hakuin. What kind of ruler would have you as his guard? Your face looks like that of a beggar. Nobushige immediately started to become angry that he began to draw his sword. But Hakuin continued, so you have a sword. Your weapon is probably much too dull to cut off my head. As Nobushige drew his sword, Hakuin remarked, here open the gates of hell. At these words, the samurai, understanding the master's discipline and message, sheathed his sword and bowed, and here open the gates of paradise. In this story, it's very clear that Nobushikai instantly feels and thinks that the master is trying to insult him and to belittle him and make him feel bad. And in falling prey to that notion and to that feeling, He allows this anger and this fury to build within him and then to potentially expel that emotion in killing someone, which perhaps for a soldier is a very normal thing back in the day, back in this time. And of course, I think most of us are not going to overreact in such a way, but I think it's such an interesting analogy that when life is giving us frustrating situations, when we are quick to anger and quick to react and quick to judge the situation, that puts us at a disadvantage because A, we're not fully aware of all the facts, but also we decide that we're going to be taking a spiritually negative outlook on the situation before we're able to actually form a better outlook on it. And what I mean by that is when we judge something so quickly, there is no time for wisdom to really creep in there and to protect yourself from negative emotions and outlooks and situations. By allowing yourself a little bit more time to see the situation examine the situation and feel the situation you will allow yourself to have a much read, better read of what things are going on just so you're aware but also to be able to find the outlook the perspective on the situation that is actually most beneficial to you and that feels healthy and balanced and positive and nurturing rather than training destructive difficult i myself have made quick judgments in my life and to be honest i don't regret them but looking back i wish i was more patient in looking at that situation and assessing things and being kind in my judgment of others rather being so swift and so cruel and so quick. The thing is, life is always surprising us in ways that we could never even imagine. So why not give yourself the grace to look at each situation in full before you react so that you're able to not infuse the wisdom or the thoughts or the intellect of a few seconds, but to put in everything you've learned in life into creating the right response to the moment at hand the second story is actually one that's quite funny but also looks at this concept of learning not to react but to respond wisely intelligently in a different way this story is called arresting the stone buddha a merchant bearing 50 rolls of cotton goods on his shoulders stopped to rest from the heat of the day beneath a shelter where a large stone buddha statue was standing there he fell asleep and when he awoke his goods had disappeared he immediately reported the matter to the police A judge named Ooka opened court to investigate. That stone buddha must have stolen the goods, concluded the judge. He is supposed to care for the welfare of the people, but he has failed to perform his holy duty. Arrest him. With quite a lot of difficulty, the police arrested the stone buddha and carried it into the court. A noisy crowd followed the statue, curious to learn what kind of sentence the judge was about to impose. When Ooka, the judge, appeared on the bench, he rebuked the boisterous audience. What right have you people to appear before the court laughing and joking in this manner? You are in contempt of court and subject to a fine and imprisonment. The people hastened to apologize. "'I shall have to impose a fine on you,' said the judge, "'but I will remit it if provided each of you "'brings one roll of cotton goods to the court "'within three days. "'Anyone failing to do so will be arrested.'" One of the rolls of cloth which the people brought was quickly recognized by the merchant as his own, and thus the thief was easily discovered The merchant recovered his goods, and the cotton rolls were returned to the people. Now, the first time I read the story, I honestly laughed out loud. The notion that a stone but the statue would steal cotton rolls is hilarious, but even more than that, the cleverness of not immediately accepting what seems even a ridiculous position and being patient enough to test things out and to examine multiple factors of the situation is what ultimately allowed the judge to be successful. Instead of jumping to conclusions that, well, there's something crazy mystical must have happened and the statue had stolen these cotton rolls, he actually observed the situation, the surroundings, the people that are in the situation itself in order to get a much more complete answer and as a result was able to devise something to actually find the thief of the cotton rolls. And of course, the lesson here and the the takeaway here is that in life, whenever situations present themselves, it's important to understand that you don't need to react or respond immediately, that you can take your time to really examine your surroundings, examine the people, examine yourself. I think something that I used to do when I was younger and also kind of more impulsive is I would just immediately respond to situations without giving myself the time or the energy or the grace to understand how I really feel. And this really sucked with no better words to really describe it. Because when situations upset me, I would immediately say that I was okay or that I was fine or that the situation didn't bother me and that I was good to move on. And then later on, only with time was I able to understand that the situation was not fine. But at that point, it was too late to really express that and to really make anything of that emotions because I hadn't processed it when I could have. That's not to say I couldn't process it later, and I did. But I think in order to prevent ourselves from carrying a lot of repressed emotions and experiences and thoughts, that when things happen, just like the judge in the situation, we're able to actually pause and look at the situation as a whole and think about it deeply in terms of how we feel about it, how others feel about it, how everyone in the situation is reacting and as well as all the other factors involved, the details. When we're able to be patient with how we respond to situations, we're able to build a much more productive and healthy perspectives, even on the most challenging aspects of our lives. And in carrying that wisdom into your life, you're going to be writing a story in your life on how things happened and why, that is much more palatable and much more productive and much more spiritually evolved than if you were to simply react immediately to things without considering the possibilities and without being mindful of how you feel in the situation. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was more of a lighthearted one but I hope you enjoyed the stories and are able to have a beautiful, safe, and positive week ahead of you. Thank you. Until next week.